Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 10 of our Universe Conversations podcast. I'm uh, happy to be back on after a break. Um, I really don't know what was uh, holding me back. Uh, maybe the right title um, and the right subject and the right topic for us to do this, but I'm thankful we are here. Uh, it's a rainy day in northern Michigan. After all the snow has gone, has melted away, now we are blessed with rain from morning till maybe 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's going to continue. And uh, the other thing I'm really thankful for is this is not snow. Oh, my God. Uh, I think, have we all been through it? And I think uh, we got to adjust our clocks or, or calendar or, or tell Mother Nature to do that. Because officially, we are supposed to be in spring already. And it was still snowing as recent as uh, this past weekend. Uh, but thankful, it's all rain. Nothing that we cannot survive. And uh, glad to be here. Um, as always, uh, prayers for peace and human lives uh, and I can't believe uh, this uh, invasion slash war is still continuing uh, I believe it's the 42nd or 43rd day it is just unbelievable what is going on hopefully hopefully um, the universe uh, knocks some sense into the folks uh, that are causing this and hopefully uh, we all get um, uh, peace and uh, find peace and resolution um, and uh, save human lives. Well, with that, uh, this episode, number 10, is Own Your Space. Own Your Space. A brief reminder on uh, this podcast and uh, what it is about and the purpose of it. Uh, the main thing is uh, for uh, it's a way for me to pay it forward. Um, there is a, a huge list of leaders and coaches who have brought me here. Uh, now, I cannot go back and help them about leadership and mentor them. However, one thing I can do is pay it forward for those aspiring leaders, for those uh, who want to come up and uh, um, are looking for ways to, to grow and, and serve. And also it, the, the name uh, Universe Conversations is based on um, the teacher or the universal, <laughs> no pun intended, teacher, uh, the universe itself, the way the universe functions, the way the universe uh, serves, the way the universe grows, evolves, all of that has been a huge teacher. I'm sure uh, many of you have had, uh, as well as have teachers, mentors, coaches, uh, even uh, m m most, uh, if not all the religions, even pretty much have a teacher, uh, either a, a, a guru, a rabbi, a prophet. Uh, they are, a, in, in a way, a teacher. So uh, to me, 
most of my learnings that I share in these podcasts have come from the universe. Uh, and that's why the title Universe Conversation. Um, so with that, and it's also about hope, uh, because there is always, there is always something new happening in this universe. There's always creation. The universe is not idle. What about that for uh, the another episode? The universe is not idle or universe is never idle. That, that seems to be a good title. Um, so the, it's about hope. Um, after rain comes sunshine, after winter comes spring. Uh, and of course, after fall comes winter. We, yes, we know that, but that's the part where the universe grows internally inward right under the ground the ground is frozen but under the ground there's a lot of activity getting ready like we saw in the first episode of transformation the seed and things like that that are growing and coming back up so the universe is not or is never idle again so this is about hope <clears throat> this specific episode own your space um it is for it is targeted towards aspiring leaders um, who have this inner feeling, and trust me, I've been there, um, and I still go through that whenever something new is thrown at me. Um, there is always a question that comes up, uh, and I think it is pretty natural um, for it to come up. Uh, why me? Um, and then as you spend more time, you start thinking, well, I don't think... I have the qualifications. This I'm talking after the excitement. Oh, yes, I got this. I am able to do this. Bring it on. All of that after a while would fade away. And then you start questioning and introspect and find out, do I measure up? Isn't there better people who can do this? And these are questions that come up. And I, if it doesn't come for you, kudos to you. Great job. You have conquered it and you have got to a point where you're able to tackle anything in this life. And I do know certain leaders like that. And hats off to them and thanks for them for teaching me how to get there. However, these are for the leaders uh, for, who naturally get this question. Uh, somebody else is better than me. I'm not there yet. Let me take the time and so on. So it's targeted towards that. And and the reason um, I, I named it Own Your Space is space is something uh, it can be used just like that. A space is a blank. Uh, uh, space is uh, something that's in the wide open. Space has vacuum. Space has air. You name it. A space is a space. So it can be anything. A box, a, a project, an initiative, a job, a, an empire. You name it. Uh, the entire universe uh, is, 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 uh, can, be, can be part of the space. So, so it's a space. So own your space is about how to take charge, how to put those questions that nag in the middle of the night when the project is very stressful and you're facing tight deadlines and you don't know if you can make it, those questions come up. How do you take charge and come back? And this project could be as complex as a huge transformation. Um, you know who you are, those who are doing it, or it could be as simple as um, maybe making a, an artwork. I say it's simple, but you know how hard it is to get that right. Uh, so, but, but, I mean, it could be any of that, anything in that range. It could be a project in the school, right? I mean, you're doing a school and you're trying to do a chemistry project. It's already done a million, a billion times by people across the globe, but it's still a project. 
So when those questions come up, this is a way to to conquer them. And I want to start off with, uh, like always, an, an example from uh, my uh, career and my uh, past. Uh, this is one of the farewell meetings. And yes, I have had multiple uh, engagements, opportunities, jobs, uh, you name it. Uh, and one such farewell, um, I had quoted this, and and and, and there's a, uh, there's there's a usually a set of folks who would ask me as just because I am I'm leaving, right? They would ask me, hey, what do you think about uh, me and my relationship uh, with uh, so and so, and uh, do you think uh, I'll survive? Do you think I'm good or what it is? And they they. They find that easy because, hey, who am I going to tell, <laughs> right? I'm gone <laughs> in a day, week, whatever, the power before the farewell is, right? So, and uh, one thing that uh, uh, consistently that I've been, and at least the, all of these folks, uh, uh, trust me, they're all excellent people, right? I mean, one thing that I've told them is, you are here. You are here, that means you are here to serve and you are present you are in this role in this job in this position because the organization thinks and believes that you can serve the purpose the role the job that you are in so take that in in that that is a way of conveying Stop doubting yourself, right? I mean, in this day and age, you think it's going to be so difficult to say, sorry, if the performance is not good to have either a conversation or do something. And, and I'm, I'm not saying uh, it's, it, there are multiple approaches and, and the company has to survive and or, you have to look out for organization benefits. That's where departments like human resources and, their, and employee relations and all of them are there to guide us through the process. However, but you are here which means start doubting yourself and start owning your space that um actually uh recently it struck a chord with them. many of them and they were like oh my god yeah you're right jay okay thank you for that and they will proceed i mean i don't know if that it helps them in a way but at least i just want people to believe in themselves uh, especially with everything going on and all the things we have been through uh, in in whatnot, you know what? You are here. You're still serving. So so just that, that itself, it's, it's, it's the motivation or inspiration for me to come up with this own your space. The other thing, uh, when I was growing, and anyone today, my, my dad, uh, God bless him, he's uh, 80, uh two plus uh, approaching 83 uh every time he'll always uh whenever some there's a conflict or or somebody didn't uh, uh treat us right as kids or, or or anything like that he would tell us you know what you are part of a royal family and i would think dad i know where you came from i know the village i know grandparents i know uh, what they did, and you've told me, and I've seen it myself, uh, there's no king in that. <laughs> there's no kingdom. Uh, they are a hardworking people. I mean, trust me, my grandfather had a great uh, uh, pers uh, personally owned business, and he took care of the families, but I mean, there's no kingdom. 
there's no royal family and then he'll joke hey you know what how did i get my name raju i said dad there's like a a million or or maybe 10 million rajus in in india so so i will as a child we, we used to make fun of those and mock him but royal family is you need not be um born uh in that um that hierarchy right i mean the the way he used to say is we and he said that now i understand that is that is to you pick what you want to do and own it right kings don't have to go and ask maybe they have to consult their advisors but they don't have to sit and ask okay is this okay or this is not okay or what do you think and 100 times back and forth and self doubt and all of that stuff right no they own it and they get it done and that even though he, he used it to tell us i have never seen my dad wait for someone to tell him what to do i mean he picked up something whatever it is whether it is office uh, I, i may have said this i mean he used to manage uh, uh the in those days we didn't have a leadership but manage uh, i i want to say about 12000 employees across the country i mean his department was the biggest in the airlines and 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 what not and it doesn't matter what he took he never waited for somebody to say hey let's uh, clean up this uh, room or area let's do this uh, special um, puja for those of who don't know puja it's it's like a prayer it's a celebration uh, that happens in india he would just do it he always did it he picks up <laughs> picked up something and whatever he did he owned it he owned that space and he always did it and he never uh, let anyone bring him down so that's what a royal family is that was his reference and i now i think about it when i meet him i'm sure i will tell him in person explain to him what it is uh, some challenges with his hearing but but certainly i can i'll either write to him or tell him but that's what it it meant and now i'm able to relate to it it is about owning the space uh, again remember the word space is can be used for anything it could be as simple as a box a project a puja you name it right that's the space the other thing i'll also learn from him is about <clears throat> a how does a person who owns their space behave and hopefully this gives some ideas you know think of it when uh, this is pre covid and i'm sure it has come back now when when you used to shake hands uh, always my coaches and leaders would say you know what you should shake hands firmly not so firm that you break the other person's hand or wrist but but firm just to convey trust be strong own your space not at the same time also okay okay here's my hand you ask for it if i have to and and not that so just and it's it's okay nowadays it because of whatever happened in the pandemic it's okay to say hey let me fist bump or do something but but it's just to be firm that's another sign of owning the space i know i have too many examples here but but let me uh, uh, give me a couple of more before i get to uh, what it takes to own the space right i remember this very distinctly 1998 uh, i was in consulting uh, in those days and and this was the first uh, very first assignment um, that where i had to travel uh, i was i was always in michigan thankfully and i'm still in michigan but i had to travel to new york uh for a a discussion and this was a proposal on our company we had bid and uh, we were almost in the final stages right I mean, and that's what they said at least and they said you know what we need to meet you in person and and have this conversation 
and uh, and who uh, doesn't know about this i will be surprised if nobody knows about this so in in those days and i'm sure to today also there's different flavors of these religious wars right dotnet versus java <laughs> microsoft versus java j2e so that was the debate and the the reason this client they are a huge organization they are still in existence a uh, very big uh, organization in the new york area uh, uh, and uh, they uh, wanted and I, I at that time i was a big microsoft proponent and i was certified everything and and then so i had the, uh, we had submitted the proposal using microsoft technologies um so as it happens uh they were trying to uh pilot java and taking a step towards that and think about that uh, that's a huge uh, forward looking change and a huge change for companies there right even then the servers were still all microsoft most of them other than mainframes and maybe some sun uh uh unix and uh, unix machines right and still microsoft and they wanted to turn it to java and so the reason apparently they wanted to meet me uh, uh, is is because i was the architect for that is uh, there's this one leader who's prop- uh, is a big proponent of java and changing things to java and he wanted to um um have me convince him to continue with microsoft uh versus switching to java the way he wanted so uh i was like ah with this big ego where how hard it can it be i have uh, uh talked to so many people i have i've convinced so many people um so this should not be a big deal and and as i'm preparing they all caution me listen this gentleman is is a very senior person in technology um all the, all the way to the top almost uh he's very strong in his subject you better be prepared i said ah, i can tackle all of this and then he said do you know about java and i said yeah i can brush up it's not a big deal let me work through this and then uh, then the actual day comes and the meetings is just about to happen as we enter <laughs> this uh, my my boss then uh, uh god bless him i admire him a lot Uh, he's always a little bit funny but also at the same time very very uh, successful gentleman so he goes jay by the way don't forget he's also a, a wrestler <laughs> i was like oh my god call him bob right i said bob is this the time to really tell me that he's a wrestler i'm this little puny guy don't even know any sports i haven't run marathons or anything like that then i was just always an indoors guy i'm going there and he said now you have to tell me i'm a wrestler i said okay fine let me go in um so i i go in and we have this conversation a debate and we draw in the board and i, I have to be i mean um I, i'm i'm honored to have uh, uh, had this debate with him but really i mean humbling i mean seriously for him to uh get down to my level and draw on the board and then uh this uh, senior leader and then finally he convinced me and he said it's not a big deal go do it <laughs> just go do it and and do you think you're going to say no you know i mean it's the, what the client wants so <clears throat> why i am bringing that is it is people who own their space know their subject and they know what they want and they go after it so keep that in mind so there's a couple of things we've seen so far right you own the space you never tell anyone what you want to do you have a, things like a firm handshake you you do a a uh uh own where you want to go and you you go after it it doesn't matter 
how big or small it is, but you go after it. The, the, the most uh, recent one for me is my most recent boss. Uh, they are a very successful leader again. And my coach, I have pretty much an organizational coach for me is them. I will never um, uh, forget everything they've done. And that's the same thing. I mean, the one thing I always admired and, and I still do is regardless of whether it's their uh, peer, the team, or their boss, it's the same tone, it's the same uh, approach, and uh, they own their space. And that's how uh, senior le superior leadership comes in, right? I mean, you own the space. Um, I'll say this uh, last, uh, I said a couple, but maybe uh, a couple, I'm still going to stretch a couple. Uh, most recent one, uh, um, President Zelensky. I mean, he owns his space. Um, when he talked to the U.S. Congress, uh, literally, I mean, not that right, exactly, but, but there were bombings going on around him, and he still uh, sat or stood there and, and made a speech. I mean, he owned his space. He still does. Um, hopefully, again, uh, they find peace, but, but that's another example. And then this last one I'm going to convey uh, really, really woke me up uh, as I was going through some of the internal questions, a little bit larger scale uh, in the 2000s. Um, the, the thing that she always told us is, uh, she wouldn't use own your space, but she'll say, stand up for what you believe in. I mean, you got to uh, stand firm and do this. And the example she would give is uh, even a little worm. I mean, she gave examples of lions and and these powerful animals and powerful leaders like uh, Mahatma Gandhi and, and you name it, right? And Jesus Christ and how they own their space and they stood up for what they believed in and got things done. And she would say this, and that's really what struck chord with me. And that I had to go through a, a trans personal transformation <clears throat> to realize that. And this was about even the smallest worm, a worm that may not even have feet it probably squiggles to make its way around. It has to, uh, I don't know how it eats food and digest, but, but you know what I mean. The worm that does not have thing, limbs or things like that, if somebody keeps poking or prodding it, at one point, you know what? The worm's going to turn around and hiss or try to do something to say, almost like saying, stop it or back off. That is very important when you own your space. When you own your space, uh, again, uh, just a qu quick uh, context setting. Space could be a business line, a domain, a team, a technology, a transformation, a project, an organization, you name it, the space that you own, uh, you got to own it, <coughs> right? And that's, uh, uh, hopefully these examples help um, relate to and what, what this is. And here are a few things that I noted down. What do you have to do in order to own that space and how do you go about it, right? Number one, first and foremost, know what is your space, right? You got to know inside out. What is that space? Is it a a, um, a project that you're thinking about? Is it a, a business line? Know inside out about it. Know about it. Know about the domain. Know about the people. Know about the processes. You got to know inside out about it. 
no two ways about it. I, you know, I'm a big proponent of learnings, which is why this whole universe conversations was born. You got to learn. If you don't know, pick up a book, Google, internet search, do whatever, and know your space, right? Know your subject. What is in it? Um, and most of you know, I'm a, a big proponent of mobile apps and, and I'm very passionate about it. Uh, I'm constantly learning. I mean, every day something new pops up and, and you got to constantly learn. And that's how you have to know your space. And second, master your space. I mean, go do whatever you got to do. If you have to write a program, you got to do a test, you have to do a math project, you got to do something, go do whatever you got to do. Master your space. I mean, there's again, that's very important at the same time. This third one is a bit tricky and hard, but I would say this is what has knocked down uh, most of the folks or many of the failures that have happened. This is what it is. You have to know your blind spots. Trust me, when I, in India, <laughs> there's no concept of blind spot. You turn where you wanted to and when you wanted to. And then you honk if, if people didn't wait. But when I came to the U.S., the very first thing I heard is blind spot. I was like, what is a blind spot? And then this uh, trainer, very patiently, she showed me, the coach, how to look for blind spots, how to turn and look at. That is very important. And here's the deal. Most of the time, it's also very difficult to find that. Uh, you should find a coach, a mentor, or a teacher, somebody, or a colleague, or somebody, or a peer, somebody to say, hey, keep an eye out for my blind spot. And when I don't know what's happening, you got to knock me and tell me, and this is what it is. And that's very important, too, because if you don't know a blind spot, accidents will happen, right? Then the other thing is, uh, once you have known it, mastered it, uh, kept caught up on the blind spots and keep an eye on it all the time, you have to enhance your space. You've got to contribute back. Contribute back, give back, uh, either directly or pay it forward. You pick whatever way it is or make, if it's an enhancement, you do something. You've got to contribute back. You've got to keep enhancing and enriching your space. Uh, again, remember the one of the episodes I'm going to be talking about is um, the universe is never idle, right? You've got to keep enhancing, keep improving. Um, then number five is defend your space, fight for it if you have to. I mean, that doesn't mean if the organization says, you know what, there's a better way of doing things, you're going to take it or you don't stand up for it. But if there is something else that comes in and intrudes and, and is trying to knock you off the path, a blind spot, you know, fight for it, fight and make sure you... You, you you get it right and 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 defend it and and make sure that the space is intact um this one is also important the next one that is about uh knowing the risk tolerance you should know when to give in um it's a careful choice of words give up is not what i'm saying i'm saying give in there's a little bit where you got to have that flexibility can't be rigid and brittle and say, I'm going to fight it uh, my way or highway. Guess what? The organization is going to find somebody else and you're going to move on. But but you need to have those risk tolerance, um, uh, know it in advance so that you know what to give in and then you can get back on your journey again, right? Uh, and then for those of who, who, you who are keeping track, uh, those were six. Uh, the The last and the most important one of all uh, catch-all is 
never ever doubt your ownership when you have defined it when you have known it you have mastered it you have understood your blind spots you have continued to enhance it you have defended it and you have understood your risk tolerance never doubt your ownership keep your head up own your space be kind and keep moving up and that's all my friends thanks for listening own your space grace and peace my friends